That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here we go, Spin your little towel. Your six rings don't mean shit now. Who they stealing all your pride? Cause Big Ben's an old man now. Lost the first game, next one too. Losing is what the Steelers do. It was 10 to 41. The Bengals win. And welcome back to. last one. That's fine. Welcome back to. Fuck you. you. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals after a good week. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. We got a lot to talk about. I am your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me, as always, is... Lloyd Johnson. Who is about to go back to work tomorrow. Yay. After how long? Since April 24th, something like that. Damn. Since you shattered your pelvis. And now you're finally going back to work. I'm sure Fiona missed you. I'm sure the the wet potato did too. <laughs> the wet potato. <laughs> did you ever call Fiona that to her face? She, you, know, you, you are aware she doesn't speak English, right? I mean, I I, I assume she dabbled. She's like a floating avocado. Right? <laughs> That's what she feels like. <laughs> but either way, I'm sure the staff at the Cincinnati Zoo missed you. I'm sure that there's a couple that did. <laughs> That's how I feel about everyone. Because, like, I feel like I always feel like I'm the kind of person, like, how was that? There's always some shit going on outside your apartment. Uh, I love Northside, but God, yeah. There's always some, every time we go to record anything, yeah. there's some noise outside, ambulance or motorcycle. There's at, le- yeah, there's at least one siren outside of your apartment. Yeah, like, I try to pack all the windows with, like, the soundproofing stuff, but it just, it's, it's I'm, not enough. I'm, I'm right in between two streets, so it just it's it's not enough. Um, what was I gonna say? What was I saying? So that's how you feel about everybody? No, no, no. Um, that's how I feel. People people feel about me. It's like they either love me or they absolutely cannot stand me. Do you feel like you're the same way? I I know I am. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I won't say they love me. Either they get it or they don't. Like yeah, either they can make sense out of what I am or they just don't and. Yeah, then they don't like me. Yeah, because I had a buddy of mine on my baseball team call me an acquired taste. <laughs> I'm like, a little insulting, but he's also not wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of like uh, people. there's people who love, like, Philly, the city. Okay. And there's people who don't. Yeah. If you know how to speak 
Philly. Like, if you can figure that out quickly, you'll love it. Oh, yeah. So, like, you might walk into somebody, like, let's say your car broke down, and you walk into a gas station, like, hey, man, can I use your phone? They're like, man, fuck you. It's for customers. But like, man, fuck you. Let me use your phone. They're like, all right, here you go. Man. <laughs> like, they just have to know that you speak the same language. Like, yeah. you just have to be willing to It's like, to hey, be, we're cool here. <laughs> yeah, you have to be willing to, like, throw that aggressive shit right back at them. Yeah. That's just the way that it's, like, it, it is there. That's just the vibe. Oh, it's going to, and, like, Philly is, like, one of the most intense cities in the world. The Eagles have one of the most intense fan bases there are. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm that way. Like, if you can get past the part where I'm going to be overly direct. Yes. Like, if you ask me a question, be sure that you want an answer to that question. Because <laughs> I'm going to give you that answer. <laughs> like, there's people in the comedy scene that took a while to get used to me, too. <clears throat> I remember one guy came up. He's like, what do you think of that joke? I was like, it's fuck terrible. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to be mean. I was trying to, like... You, it just didn't work. It wasn't. It my, was it all. W- it was all explanation. You know, it was all like. Wasn't my cup of tea. Well, no, I mean, it just it didn't have a punchline. Very true. So I was like, it was just all. You know, it was a premise, and that's it. So just you know, it's terrible right now. But I'm like, the premise can can work. Yeah. <clears throat> but the initial like, oh, that's terrible. And now that you mention that, it's like you should know right away. As like as a comic, you should know right away whether or not like w- within reason. You should know pretty quickly whether or not a joke of yours has legs. Well, I think the guy was still pretty young in comedy, but yeah. it, was just, it was just when he asked, he was like, what do you think of that, like, that, that joke? And I was like, which one? He started off the premise. I was like, yeah, that was terrible. But there's a premise. Like, there's a thing there. But he never got past, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, I, I like as a young person, I wouldn't be able to either because I'm some the biggest overthinker. But I, but I followed it up and me. I was like, yeah, that's terrible right now. But but the premise like there's a premise there you can do something with it. Just right now it's not a it's compl- it's the exact opposite of a finished bit. But yeah, he just all he heard was that's terrible, and it took like other people being like, no, that's just how he talks, man. That's just how it's he okay. says things. It's not he doesn't like, dislike I'm, you. They're like, I'm sure he said something after, and he's like, yeah, I kind of wasn't listening. It just hurt my feelings. I'm like, <laughs> that's I get that a lot. Like somebody be like, oh, what do you think? No, but you are uh, you're officially back at work. Um, so you're basically going to be working in the commissary. You're going to be up and I'm sure you miss that. Just having a schedule and yeah. And just, you know, doing stuff, moving around, not just, you know, sitting around and healing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you've been basically convalescing pretty much, pretty much just, yeah, just, yeah. Just laying around kind of being in quarantine a little bit. Yeah. I mean, basically it was just being bored. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sitting around like, cool. I want to do stuff, but I can't because my body won't let me. <laughs> yeah, I remember I've I've had like several knee surgeries before, and like I've wanted to play like sports in high. I remember I, I had three knee surgeries in high school, and I wasn't able to play anything. Like I wanted to play like tennis my last couple of years, and I couldn't. So I was like, yeah, quiz team. <laughs> That's gonna get you laid. It didn't. That along with several other things. <laughs> Last ditch, you're like, no, quiz team wasn't good. Uh, did, did, I, I, can, I can tell you what any note on a piano is. <laughs> like just you scrambling for something. To get. Daddy didn't go to prom for a reason. Speaking of school stuff, how'd your uh, reunion go? I got annihilated. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. Okay, so, okay. I, uh, <laughs> so... I, I want to make this very clear. I genuinely don't think I embarrassed myself. Okay. But I had like two beers at 
We went to Deadlow. We went to Deadlow Brewing. Uh, it's on Kellogg Avenue. I had like two beers there. And it was perfectly fine. Got just caught up with a lot of people. And it was awesome. I got to see like a shit ton of people that I hadn't seen in so fucking long. And then afterwards, uh, my old pal Emily was like, hey, we're all going to MLT. Do you want to go? I'm like, absolutely. And that's where shit got started. Were you doing shots? Five jello shots. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. That's three Vegas bombs. I had about four beers there. Was this a bachelor party? <laughs> or bachelorette party? I'm sorry. Was this, was this a bachelorette party at a comedy club? Yes, I was the bachelorette. Can I have five John shots? <laughs> Dude, it was a lot. I wore my furry boots for this. It was it it really was a lot. Uh, yeah, I just you said you start off with five jello shots. I, no, I ha- like that was like through the course of the night. No, 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 I'm saying like when I said did you have shots and you said, Yeah, I had like five jello shots. I don't know that I've ever heard that response out of a grown <laughs> man before. I'm not, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. sounds bad. It sounds like I'm being, what, I, it just was not the next thing I expected you to say. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I did like five fireball shots. You got to five and then I heard jello and I went, no, <laughs> not like just something inside me. I was like, no, don't, you're saying that out loud. <laughs> I mean, to me, I know, I know. Oh, it's gonna get worse. I know you're not a drunken degenerate like me, so I like take this all because you drink Sailor Jerry every episode. Yeah, yeah. It's your best friend. We'll just skip that every day. It's- every day, which by default means every episode. Yes. So <laughs> it's about to get worse because I um, there was one moment where I was. <laughs> you're gonna hate me when I say this. I was holding a high noon. <laughs> Which is like another brand of seltzer. And every time I say I drink a seltzer, what do you say, Lloyd? <sighs> you are so fucking light. <laughs> so there was a moment where I like had like a third of a seltzer. Like after all that, and I was just like, uh-oh. And what I did was I just like dramatically sh- like lifted it to like a like a stoop. Just put the drink down and said, I got to stop. Because I had a lot of alcohol and not a lot of food and very little time. 
Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, didn't, I, did you like you didn't puke all over everybody? Nope, didn't crazy. puke. Right. Didn't puke. Didn't I just like I came very close to a blackout. I was told it, uh, it could be called a brownout. So, yeah, Which that is was what a, the Ravens did, pretty much. And I was like, I gotta stop. And then the room just started like, like flashing a little bit. I'm like, I'm in public, but I'm just like, oh shit, what's about to happen? So, I hung up for a little bit longer. Then a bunch of us walked across the street to Bub's, the little pizza joint in Mount Lookout, and I like drunkenly tacoed a piece of pizza. I was still. As far as I know, relatively composed. And I remember everything. So I got home, got a ride home. And then, like, right when I got home, I, like, wrote down bullet points of my night. It's like, here's, here's this happened. Then this happened. Just making sure I remembered what happened. And the very last line I wrote was, I don't think I embarrassed myself. <laughs> I would love to have, like, a counter. For- How many times did National Anthem get said? Um, more than three times. No. Okay. Like twice. All right. I think one person saw it, and I'm like, "Yeah, that happened. It was super cool. It was way more stand up." Okay, I was just curious if you're like, "Gosh, stop fucking singing national anthem and fucking the paper game." No, because when I get when I get when I drink a lot, I start to do like field sobriety tests to myself. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was just, like, trying to do, like, the walk in a straight line thing. I'll do that in the bar like a psycho. Yeah, that's uh, that's the, one of the most autistic things I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> that's, uh... He said as he rocks back and forth. Hey, I didn't say I wasn't. I'm just saying that that... <laughs> yeah, that's... As long as you weren't doing... Uh, when I was a bouncer, there was a dude who kept being, like, when you're drunk, you gotta touch your finger to your nose and kept trying to touch other people's noses. <laughs> And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to make sure I'm not too drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'll just do the walk in the straight line thing. And I actually kind of was able to. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks they can. The, but then they just. Unless you have video of it, you don't know if you did. Very true. Very true. So, yeah. No, but I mean, it's good you had fun. I had a blast and caught up with a lot of old friends and got a ride home and. <laughs> No one said anything to me the next day, which either means they all hate me, <coughs> or I was perfectly fine. Probably a little both. A little column A, a little column B? Yeah, pretty much. A little bit of column A, column B. And if you had to bet on whether or not... <laughs> you missed these segues, didn't you? Uh, nope, never. never. <laughs> Bring them on, baby. If you had to bet on whether or not I actually did embarrass myself, is there like a website you would go to? Uh... I know which one did it. You, okay. Just make my bookie. My bookie. We'll try that again. Lloyd, if there was a website you would go to to see whether or not I would if whether wow, this is the take two. All right. If there well, was a website I was going to go to to bet on whether or not Alex made a fool of himself, I personally would choose my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> you sold that so well. I'm good at this shit, man. <laughs> Dick. Anyway. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly thanks to the double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag and use my promo code PROMO, it's gotta be a sports drink or something. 
is well for now it's promo you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games leagues and casino options to choose from the patriots are taking on the bills this monday night as they continue continue their quest to reclaim the afc east title buffalo has looked like a legit super bowl contender however look for them to cover the spread Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using promo code SPORTSDRINK at mybookie.com. Good call. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. And you know who you really should have bet on this weekend? The Bengals. What the fuck happened last week? Oh my god. Dude. We have a lot to talk about. Because, first of all, as you very well may have seen, Lloyd, I was there. I did see. You even brought home souvenirs. I did bring home a souvenir. Uh, First, we're going to get the obvious out of the way. Bengals won. Lloyd, it was a close game. Can you tell me the final score of this like nail-biter of a game? 41-10. to 10. My god! 41 Spanking. to 10. Oh, man. And the Bengals had the momentum from the get-go. Yeah, out of the gate. Just out of the gate. They were like, nope, fuck this. No. Because like, people are like, Steelers revenge game. But, like TJ Watt's back. Minka Fitzpatrick's back. It's going to be a Steelers revenge game. And they gave up 41 points. And all of the players that every punt. Like, I watched all the stuff before the game. Everyone being like, oh, with TJ Watt there, it's going to be different. This person's going to have to step up. This is going to have to be different. Yeah, all of them were wrong. All of them. Every that, single one. They were they were like, oh, well, you know, T.J. Watt, you're really putting a lot of pressure on uh, Jonah, leaving him over there on that side by himself, and then it's going to be the edge rush off of this. and that. They handled it. Shut him the fuck down. Perfectly. And they didn't get their, their seven points until garbage time. Yeah. When, so, for all intents and purposes, that last touchdown doesn't fucking 41 count. 41-3. 41-3. to three. With... With a who gives a shit touchdown at the end from Roethlisberger to Pat Fryermouth. Which, I mean, in all reality, we had no no starters in, really, at that point. Yeah, it was fucking... I mean, the offense was like Brandon Allen handing it off to Chris Evans, and I think Stanley Morgan might have been on the field for a yeah. couple snaps. No one gave a shit. We're just like, we'll play. We'll get some fucking action. It was... It was... It was so fun to watch, like, as the camera cut over to Zach Taylor. And he points over and he just goes, like, he does, like, a little roll it with your fingers. And Brandon <laughs> Allen gets up and, like, starts warming up. I remember I saw that on the field. <clears throat> like, he literally was, like, spinning his finger, like, warm him up. Yeah. <clears throat> and Brandon Allen starts warming up on the side. And then it cuts over as Joe Burrow takes his helmet off. It's just ear-to-ear smile. <laughs> He's like, yeah, all right. I'm I didn't done. get the. I'm done for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like my job is done. I led this team well. We spanked them. Yeah, I love. I loved with, uh, like I said, all the pundits and stuff beforehand. Like, well, with Cam Hayward and, and TJ Watt there, the first game. of all, Cam Hayward, total bitch, by the way. Yeah, fuck him. But uh, it kept being like, oh, you know, with them, they're, they're not gonna be able to run the ball on teams or like they have been on all these other teams. And it was like Joe Mixon went out there, like, all right, you sure? Yeah, hold. My fist. Hold on. Take my fist. Yeah. Hold my beer. 
some final stats. We brought up Joe Burrow. 20 of 24, 190 yards, a touchdown to T. Higgins. And a, and a pick, which was his only bad throw of the day. Like, I saw that ball midair. And in midair, I'm like, that's a bad pass. <clears throat> yeah, Knew I mean, it right away. One of the few times I got, like, in his face. Yeah. But you remember what happened, I believe, <clears throat> either the next play or the play after that? Oh, ex-stealer. My boy. That was the, can I say play of the year? I mean, for us, yeah. It was, it, well, I mean, it was so validating for him. Like, you saw, like, at the end of that, like, he looked back and waited on all his new teammates to come up to celebrate. Yep, against his old team. And he even said after the game, first pick six of my career. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're talking football career. Yeah. High school, college, NFL. First pick six he's ever had. That's fantastic. Shout out to Mike Hilton, who, who fucking Deion Sanders his way into the end zone. Yeah. It was so, it was so sweet because like he like we thought he got his revenge first game. No, this game he's picking off his old quarterback on a horrendous pass. Yeah, I mean there was so many like, I'm about to get smashed. Let me get rid of this. Like after all the announcers being like, oh yeah, he gets rid of the ball so quick. All right. Well, he got rid of it. He did. Right he got rid it. of it so well that he just got rid of it to the other team. I mean, he saw somebody he knew, I guess. I guess, I guess it's the best <laughs> he had. He's like, I recognize that guy. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is the kind of guy who thinks all black people look alike. Yeah, he's like, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, shit. Seems like something he would think. Yep. And they, and then Ben Roethlisberger made that, that face that shows up on all the negative highlight reels. Just like, oh. Another rape allegation. No, this was a pick six. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yep. So many so many of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then it just ran back because I thought like when Bro made the pass, I'm like, all right, twenty four to three at half. Oh my God. That yeah. was I mean, like as someone who was at the game, legitimately that might be the most fun I've ever had at Paul Brown Stadium. Dude, when the I think it was right when they were coming back from halftime, they're like panning through the inside of the stadium. And there's a girl sitting like with her Steelers coat wrapped around her and her head down, and you literally see like her face is red. <laughs> and I'm like, either she came with a boyfriend that fucked her up, or she's so upset that she's crying. Because like you, you only got like a second as they were panning by, but like her face is all red and her eyes are all like, yep. So she was crying for some reason. Yeah. Oh my god, the game was so good. Uh, we uh, also need to talk about the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Who would that be, Lloyd Johnson? Who would that be? It'd be Joe Goddamn Mixon. Yes, it would. 20, Career stats. 28 rushes, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Also, I thought this was fun. I believe either, I think, four receptions for negative two yards, which, whatever. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Mixon ran all over them. And it like he had a couple like decently long runs, but he never broke out for that one long run. He was just like five yards, seven yards, occasional 15, 20 yard run. He just ran all over them and they couldn't stop him. Yeah, and I mean he ran aggressively. Yes, he did. Like he was like he had a very like Heavy chip on the shoulder, fuck you vibe to how he was playing that game. Yep, and I loved watching it. Yes, and you got to hope they play against the uh, against the LA Chargers like that too, because they have one of the um, one of the worst rush de- worst rush defenses in the NFL. 
I bet you Mixon's going to try and top it. He seems like the kind of dude that that's his his mindset. Yes. 160? All right, this week we're going 170. That's exactly his mindset because he was on the sideline dancing and pumping up the crowd constantly. Yeah. Did you see all that? No. Yeah, they showed it more than once. Him. Oh, it was so good. Um, One of the other ones was uh, uh, uh Jonah Williams and – God damn it. Uh, Riley Reef, maybe. No. Um, Hopkins. Spain. Fuck. O'Lyman? Yeah. Uh, 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 Adenogy. Yes. God damn. I could not think of his fucking name for the life of me. Akeem Adenogy. They were both standing there and they were like, had their, like, they had their arms around each other and were waving the outside arm up at the crowd. And the camera just held on that for like the entire time they were doing it. Dude. And the crowd in front of them was losing their fucking minds. I would too. And I did. Just going around and just seeing. Just fans come together. Nothing brought Paul Brown Stadium and the entire city of Cincinnati together better than beating the Steelers by 31, let's be real, 38 points. Yeah. It was incredible to see this. I mean, I'm glad I bought that last minute ticket. I'm glad you did too. Yes. I had to take Lily to the airport, so I ended up listening to part of it on the radio. Yeah. And like, you know, adjusting for the time because it's, you know, Thanksgiving weekend, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like sitting there like, uh, I got to leave. I end up listening to like the last bit of it on there and then I get back just in time to see the, literally like the very, very end. It was fantastic. It was such a good game. And the, de- we're not even, we haven't even talked about the defense yet. Dude, they looked. Well, well, well other than the Hilton pick six, obviously, yeah. but. They looked fantastic. They held Najee Harris to 23 rushing yards. I, I couldn't have. I couldn't have been happier watching that game. Like it just it's to me if we beat the Steelers twice, <clears throat> I kind of don't care that much about the rest of the season. First time since 2000, I mean yes I do, but first time since 2009, first three game winning streak against the Steelers since like 88 or like like the late 80s early 90s. I'll take it. I will easily take it. Sort of a rundown of what <laughs> happened in the game of uh, uh, receiving stats. Receiver of the game by far T Higgins. He's looked been waiting. good. Six receptions, 114 yards, and that long touchdown. He fucking mossed him. You oh, yeah. got mossed. <clears throat> Dude, I mean, uh, you've been waiting to see that out of him. Whole season. The whole season, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Because going into the season, he was my contender for um, – he was the guy that I'm like, he's going to lead the team in receiving. Well, that's what Chad Johnson said, too. Yeah. And I think – um, I'm not sure what the stats are off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure Chase is still leading. But I wouldn't be surprised. Like, the fact that teams are covering Chase so much, I wouldn't be surprised if T overtakes him. Oh, I mean, it'd be hard to overtake him. With, yes. But I think they're going to have to, like, take it a little more serious. Because you just saw, <clears throat> you know, when they were doing, like, the 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 deep two, that, you know, keeping a safety over top of Jamar at all times. Then yep. Boyd, and, and not just any safety. I'm, I believe Minka Fitzpatrick. Well, I was saying the game before, Boyd, you know, broke out. Yeah. And then this game, they went with, you know, more like that spread out on the back end. Spread out zone zone defense? Well, I mean, some of it was zone, some of it was man. It just, they bounced back and forth with it, but they kept, you know, still kept the guy over basically to cover Jamar. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they were having, you know, an extra linebacker drop back. 
to fill in that spot where Boyd would be, and so T. Higgins lit it up. Yeah. So now teams are going to have to look at, like, okay, we've got to figure out a way to get all three of these guys covered. Yes, and when you focus on all three of those guys, T., Jamar, and Tyler Boyd, you know what it leads to? Joe fucking Mixon breaking out. Yeah. This offense is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute problem. Because like when you focus all your energy, I've been saying this all week, when you focus all your energy on, say, like if you're double team, double teaming Jamar Chase, having three guys between Higgins and Boyd, it's going to lead to an incredible rushing game. Yeah, I mean, last time it was, you know, Uzama. Yeah. Because, you know, they were still loading the box a little bit, trying to stop the run, but Uzama tore them up. So this time they didn't load the box as much, and Mixon just ran all over them. If all pans out, there's every game, barring some despicable outcome, there's going to be a player on the offense who fucks the opponent up. Yeah. And that's why this offense, I still think they're alignment away from being truly elite. Yeah, I would like to see like an interior lineman and maybe, you know, not, not that Riley Reeves bad at that spot, but. He's not permanent. Yeah, he's not. He's not a permanent solution. He's like, what, 32? Yeah, and, you know, has, he hasn't said it, but kind of, you know, hinted towards, like, he doesn't want to play a long time. No, I, I mean, I wouldn't either. <clears throat> so, yeah, I would I would like to see maybe focus on that the right side of that line and then use some of the guys that are in that rotation now to fill that left guard spot a little little more consistently. Because yeah, I don't think Trey Hopkins is, or not, well, him too, but, like, I don't think Quentin Spain's a long-term guy. I mean, he... He's been all right, and apparently Hakeem Adeniji has is like fourth in Pro Bowl voting or something like yeah. that. He's I mean, been he's been good. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, I still think an interior lineman would like set the Bengals apart from everyone, and I think I think this is what it could take. I mean, they're getting there. They are so close. They've been they have fucked a lot of opponents up this year. They are young and exciting. And in a couple of years, they're going to be experienced and even more exciting. Yeah, I, like, I also, one thing I really like is I'm using the heavy package now from time to time. Like yep. throwing uh, Isaiah Prince in there on the end, 6'7", 310 pounds. Behemoth. On the edge of the line, can't hurt you. Behemoth. So, I mean, it's like a, I, I, there's something about that kind of play where they're like, you know we're about to run the ball. Stop me. <laughs> like, you see that guy come in and line up on the end, you're like, He's an eligible receiver? Yeah. No, he's he's here to push somebody over so a running back can go by. Because offensive linemen love to run block. Yeah. Because like pass blocking is like scooting backwards and still trying to like maintain your life. But run blocking is like you're mauling motherfuckers over. And if you're 6'7", 310 pounds? Pretty easy to do. You can do that. You're a fucking Mackay Becton size motherfucker. Yeah. You can tear a guy to the ground and... Also, shout out to my boy because I know everybody hates when I do this. Drew Sample mentioned like three different times for great blocking. Yeah. You really get shit on for Drew Sample pro Drew Sample talk? Like a couple people I know that listen to this are like, stop with the Drew Sample shit already. I'm like, no. Dude's great. He does he does a really good job at what he's there to people do. People expect Kyle Pitts at tight end. Right. Well, I mean, but you need blocking. Th- you need another tight end that does the other shit. Exactly what we've been saying the whole time. Like Zach Taylor was very adamant. Drew Sample fits our system. Right. But I'm just saying, like, at least during this game, like three different times, they're like, oh, really good block by 89, uh, Drew Sample. Like, yep. <laughs> Drew yeah, thank you. Sample. But, no, he's been fantastic. 
a couple other things. Um, oh, yeah, I had a little uh, fun uh, photo op in the stadium. I got to, and this is now a part of the Fuck You Like the Bengals recording studio. So I found a terrible towel in a tunnel or in like a stairwell of Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah. And I took it. I took it. But Lloyd, what did I do with that terrible towel? It is now ripped in half. Yeah, I ripped it in half. Got a picture of it. It was it was a shitty picture, albeit because it was very windy at the top of Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, blew up on the internet, and people were like, "Yeah!" And it was like mid game, even though it was like twenty four to three. I'm like, "Yeah, it's time to post this. Let's fucking post up." And oh, such a good game. It was good. Very good. Such a good moment. Glad I found that. I have a terrible towel. It is now torn in half. Like we said, it's a part of the studio. Uh, anything else? Uh, McPherson had two field goals in the game. Dude's insane. He's an ace. Yeah, he's everything he everything you wanted him to be, and so much more. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I Connor love, McLegger. Connor McLegger. McKick and McKick McKick and Sandwich. <laughs> Everyone on like the Facebook shit hates our Connor McLegger and McKick and shit sandwich Fuck and em. all our fucking weird names for him. Fuck like em. Money Mac. It's like that's Connor McGregor's nickname. It is? Yeah, it's I mean it's when they were doing like the Money Mayweather versus Money Mac. Oh. It's like it's been done. It's like Legatron. I thought I was so fucking clever for it. Find Legatron. out there's ten of them out there. I'm like, ah. I remember Greg Zerline was Legatron. Yeah, I've I've that day I looked it up and there's like 10 different times like I've seen or I found different people like calling their kicker that and I was like, damn it. Yeah. I thought I was so clever. It happens. Um, uh, a couple other things. Uh, mixing in a couple touchdowns. Uh, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, uh, this is pretty much a turning of the rivalry because actually here's what I said. It's a rivalry again. Yeah. Yeah, because like prior to the, from like 16 to 19, the Steelers had our number. And I'll admit that. They beat us every fucking time. Well, no, uh, Ryan Finley. Prior to, no, prior to that. I know, I was just kidding. Yeah, prior to that. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Finley's on the ground, photogenic Ryan Finley. It's like, cheese, motherfucker. Cheshire smile in the end zone. That's the beginning. That was the beginning of the end of the Steelers' dominance was Ryan Finley. Which, where is he now? He's a free agent. Oh. Yep. Go figure. Free agent. But, I mean, he had that, that shitty three-game stint. And then all of a sudden, he has that one game that just, like, stands the test of time. I mean, forever, though. He's Forever. That image will just, like, forever be in the minds of Bengals fans. And Steelers fans. And especially Steelers. Well... I say especially both. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's both, yeah. Yes. It's completely fair to say. And like we said, first sweep, both games, the Steelers only scored 10 points. Yeah. So sweet. It's so much fun. It's, it's so much fun to talk about. Uh, final thoughts before uh, we get to the Burns. Um, all the people calling for Zach Taylor's head, maybe pipe down for a minute. Yes, exactly. Because he has his pieces. Yeah. He has his there. pieces and he's been doing well with them. <laughs> Every time, like, they'll, because like, a lot of people like nitpick at like the one play that doesn't go right and they'll go, fire Zach Taylor. That play call sucked. Uh, bitch, look at the scoreboard. Yeah. I mean, just 
I don't even care about the scoreboard in these games. <clears throat> the fact that they're playing all four quarters now. Yeah. They didn't coming, coming back with halftime adjustments, even even the games that they've lost or whatever. Still came back and, and tried for the entire fucking game. We're there for it. We're you know, there's games where you've seen them get better as the game goes on. Most of the games, yeah, because that's what Zach Taylor does: second half adjustments. Yeah, that's that's one of the hardest things I think. That's what you know, be, fucking Belichick's known like, for. I feel like Marvin Lewis made it look difficult. I think I think he made it difficult. Well. <laughs> I think he got jaded after a little while. His staff got picked clean every fucking year, and he was like, God damn, I think Zach Taylor's just... Fresh. He's had a consistent coaching staff. He's had uh, Anna Rumo on his defense. and Is it still Callahan on offense? I don't remember. I, guess I should know that, but... I should know that, too. <clears throat> but he's also had him like going out getting free agents and stuff. Like you know, The, the whole organization is, is... It is Brian Callahan. Okay, yeah, I thought so, but... Um, yeah, the whole organization working together to actually make the team win... Is a good thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were matching they were matching offers for coaching staff over the offseason. They were picking up free agents in the offseason. They're you know every, They still do that. Yeah, I mean this this year was you know, the the proof in the pudding of what they were doing, there was a purpose to it and it all had a direction they were going towards. Yes, exactly. So lay off the Zach Taylor for a bit. The Bengals are seven and four. Can't complain about that. They're the fifth, currently the fifth seed in the AFC. One game behind the number one seed. Yeah. Again, so evenly matched. They're also like one, one and a half or two games behind, like, like completely being <sighs> fucked out of the wild card. Yeah, that's that's weird this year. But the Bengals have a lot of momentum right now, and they're playing well. They are playing very well. They're fun to watch. Yeah, very much. And, and Burrow doesn't even need to be the gunslinger. No, he's just a good game manager, which is... I didn't want to say that because sometimes there's like a bad connotation to the term game manager. I I don't care. I I would rather have somebody who knows how to work with the tools they have as opposed to becoming the only tool that is on the field. Yeah, and like it's like what the Chiefs have had with Patrick Mahomes sometimes. Yeah, or I mean the inverse. Look at Lamar Jackson when... There's games where he's the only weapon on the field for for yeah because sometimes big that, periods of time that receiver core is not very good outside of Hollywood and if they you know if you if you contain him then you're good yeah so if you had to bet <laughs> I love saying that phrase so much <clears throat> if you had to bet on like how much the Bengals can contain Lamar um no oh boy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I hate my ass. If you had to bet on how much the Bengals can contain Lamar what, the next time the Bengals play the Ravens, is there like a website you would go to? I would use my bookie. I would use my bookie as well. He didn't fuck it up this time. I'm kind of. We did. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you can double, you double your money. Okay, we fucked it up. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly thanks to the double deposit bonus for all new users. With my bookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at mybookie.ag and use promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll initially receive uh, double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. The Patriots are taking on the Bills this Monday night as they continue their quest to reclaim the AFC East title. 
Buffalo has looked like a legit Super Bowl contender, however. Look for them to cover the spread. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. That's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of dollars. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. Uh, fun fact, $1,000 is my weekly spending on White Claw. <laughs> what am I, Lloyd? Fishing? You're so fucking white. I am so fucking white. You're, I think you're developing claws. But, well, if you had to bet how much I want to kick your ass later... <laughs> Um, but I also think like not only is the Bengal stock rising, but with me alone, White Claw stock is rising. Oh, it, I'm, I'm going to save you the trouble. Symbol. Symbol. I'm just going to save you the trouble. We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. White Claw. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. <laughs> On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your teams win, you earn cash. Cash. It's just as good as money. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account and when you deposit make sure you use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk free I had to catch you there visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk free that means even if you lose money symbol will refund your initial deposit any questions asked none none no any questions asked at all not one not a single one join symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams now, if you wanted to talk about your favorite teams, is there like a, a audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and use that you would like to download or should download? I would suggest Spotify Green Room. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would. <laughs> I don't know what just happened on the other side of the table there, but yeah. <laughs> Spotify Greenroom is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fathletes. Uh, fuck me! Uh, you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. The realest time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can even share your own experiences on the app. Uh, Spotify Greenroom is a free audio-only sports talk plat- social media platform for sports fans. Uh, like we said, start, a jo- start or join ongoing conversations, watch the biggest games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. And like we said, talk to other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room at some time at some place. Come here with your spiciest takes. If you had to bet on how many fathletes show up on Spotify Green Room. <laughs> I believe those are called couch coaches. Yeah, that's, well, there, there you go. 
couch coaches. I believe the term is couches. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking of fat fleets. <laughs> Do you want to take down the LA Chargers? Let's do this. Fuck them! We're going to start with the mascot, Kyle Boltman. <sighs> All right. The only way I can make sense of this is if there's a an alternate universe where everyone is made out of melted slices of American cheese, <laughs> and he is Jamie Kennedy and the son of the mask. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my god, Burns, low! Oh, you know what? I'll load him on here because I'm a lazy piece of shit. Well, there we go. Bullman looks like he regularly molests kids at go-kart tracks. <laughs> Bullman looks like he was <clears throat> a kid that was left at a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Bullman looks like the guy that Justin Herbert prays to before games. <laughs> He's the guy that Justin Herbert can convince Tim Tebow is God. <laughs> uh, the owner, uh, we've talked about him a few times in the past. He's kind of a piece of shit, but just had a very simple burn about him. Dean Spanos, Lloyd, what do you got? He looks like he tells people he's the head of, a, of an organized crime family, but in reality, he just runs the homeowners association for his neighborhood that's on a golf course. <laughs> I, I said, Dean Spanos looks like he masturbates to videos of his own appearances on the Fox Business Channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. Yes, he does. And the GM and FanDuel Player of the Week, Tom Telesco. He looks like if Steve from Blue's Clues <clears throat> had whatever Forrest Gump had. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is what we have. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yes. Uh, I said Tom Telesco looks like ghost of Cliff Kingsbury past. <laughs> I like it. Coaching. Mr. Brandon. St- <laughs> what a ridiculous looking man. Brandon Staley. My headphones just cut. Uh Oh, Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> All right. Well, so he looks like Philip streams. <laughs> Uh, he looks like if someone just taught Philip Rivers how to smile today. <laughs> Brandon Staley looks like he didn't stop eating kids meals at restaurants until he was 17. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm going to get a big burger for the first time. Mom, do I still have chicken strips and macaroni and cheese? <laughs> you got anything else? No. So let's get on to this beach motherfucker. Quarterback. Justin Herbert. <sighs> he looks like if... <clears throat> All right, so when I was looking at it, it seems like the Disney Channel finally got their clone program up and running. <laughs> <clears throat> like, he looks like a Jonas cousin. <laughs> like, he looks like if, if you put vanilla pudding in a Ziploc bag and it was a personality. Yes, that's exactly what he is. Uh, I think I'm going to try to do this off the top of my head because I forgot to write it down, but... Uh... He looks like his dream is for Elon Musk to create a surfboard that turns into a skateboard. (laughs) All right. I see it. Uh, Also, fun fact, Justin Herbert was punched in the stomach by Steelers defensive end Cam Hayward. Did you see this? I did. 
NFL analysts described it as the cleanest play a Pittsburgh Steeler has ever made. <laughs> cleanest hit. Fuck the Steelers. It's been fun to say all week. Yeah. Are we punching down? We don't care. Who fucked him? Speaking of who fucked him, uh, you hate this guy. I'll, I'll, okay, so I will be I'll be the first to say a joke about him because you have a lot to say about him, don't you? Apparently, yeah. Uh, Chase Daniel looks like the world's oldest Trevor. <laughs> All right, take it away. No, this guy is so awesome and so relevant. He was the Big 12 Player of the Year in 2007. Oh, my God. <clears throat> He's so awesome that no team even felt worthy of putting him on their team on draft day. Oh, my God. So he ended up gracing the Washington football team with his presence. <laughs> <clears throat> But he didn't quite make it through camp, so he was stolen away by the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> and then Kansas City snagged him. Then Philly. Then the Saints took him back. <clears throat> and they had so much confidence in him, they signed him to a big year, big one-year contract for the whopping league minimum veteran pay. <laughs> After seeing this level of confidence and support, he was stolen away by the Bears and then offered his help to the Lions. Ooh! And you saw how great they did. Uh-huh. And then somehow they let him slip away to the Chargers. So Ooh. we can plan on seeing him in another Super Bowl riding a bench <laughs> someday soon. He's America's backup. He's – all right, so the re, I had no opinion on him at all. Like Me I, neither. I knew who he was. I saw like two or three uh, – trying to find shit on this boring fucking team. We Okay, so let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Right when I walked into Lloyd's apartment, I'm like, the Chargers are boring. Dude, there's nothing. There's no dirt to dig. There, I mean, keep boring. listening. Keep listening to the episode because I got some fun burns coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we you know we've 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 made more out of less, but yeah, like you always like <laughs> when a team has like at least someone with some personality or something interesting or or that one piece of shit. Yeah, or like you hope for a couple, <clears throat> you know, a couple real pieces of shit. A couple with just like you know something interesting about them. Most of these people on this team, their Wikipedia reads like this was their college career, or this was where they played high school football. This was what their college career stats were. This is their professional. And then under personal life, it's like, he married his high school sweetheart, Kim. His brother's name is John. <laughs> like, that's it. There's just there's no, nothing. No arrests, no DUIs. No, I, I mean, even just, even even something good you can make. You know, like, oh, this person has like a charity they run or something. Like, there, you have information to work with, something to write on. Yeah. This, it's just like, I don't. He seems like a guy. He's he's just a guy. This is just a team of guys. Yeah. So where are we getting at with Chase Daniel? Um, because digging, the, yeah, yeah, digging through and trying to find stuff, I found like two different times where he's interviewed. And he's got this weird, smug, cocky vibe to him that just uh, it just rubbed me so the wrong way for a guy that's been a backup for, I don't know, half the team. His in the fucking entire league. career. He's only been a backup. He's he's America's backup. Yeah, and but for a guy that gets passed around like that to have that kind of odd confidence and just like this better than you air about the way he talked, it just it rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, fuck this dude. Like. Usually during the like during the roast, I find like a handful of people where I'm like, I don't like this dude, or hey, I like this guy. This team was all a bunch of nothing, and then him being like super smug and confident, like, well, New Orleans brought me back. Clearly, it's like yeah, for the league fucking minimum. Yeah, to not play at all because the guy they had back playing back up that year got hurt. 
Yeah. In camp. The guy got hurt before he took a snap. So like, oh my God, we got to get this guy with two first names to come on and and fucking pussy whip some passes to God knows who. You remember that guy that got Drew Brees, you know, his his drinks in between <laughs> plays yeah. for four years? Bring him back. He, he, he can get him <laughs> drinks again. It's fine. He, he brews a mean pot of coffee. <laughs> like I, I mean, after again, you know, this is he was Big Twelve. Well, you know, he he's he's the kind of guy that's like, oh my god, I got this special pot of coffee, but it's just a Keurig. Yeah, he's like, oh dude, I make the best chili in the world, and it's just a can of Gold Star. Like, fuck Gold Star. Who cares? It's all the same fucking weird meat soup. Are you not a Cincinnati chili person? No. I like Skyline and Gold Star. I don't like that they call it chili. I can get behind that. <clears throat> I'm from the South where chili means a thing. Very fair. I came up here and everybody's like, oh, you're from the South? You guys like chili? Check out Skyline. And I was like, right, but I don't see any chili. Like, can you stop? Yeah. That's All a right. real cool noise for everyone to hear. Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> He's like right. peeling the label off of a, a local beer. Move on. Yeah. All right. Are your so headphones then, working again? Yeah. Okay, they are? Yeah. Good. I was hearing every one of those <laughs> tanks and tanks. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's just, it's not chilly. That's fair. So, it's good. I also don't understand everyone having, like, a big opinion about one versus the other. It's like the infatuation. They're like, oh, Skyline's way better than Gold Star. It's the same, guys. Calm down. Skyline's better. Okay, I mean, yeah, if that if you like the blue I like them color. Both. Yeah, if you like the blue color better than the red color, whatever, I don't. Whatever. Also, go to Pleasant Ridge Chili. <clears throat> Dude, the, I, honestly, the, the best versions that I've had are from neither of them. Like, the, you know, there's that place down in St. Bernard. Uh, Camp Washington Chili has Camp the Washington Billy Chili. Special. And theirs is better than Skyline or Gold Star. I can get behind that. And so can Billy. Yeah, because... Mostly he... because if it was a foot race, he would definitely be behind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready to move on to those yeah, running yeah, backs? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yes. Running back. Austin Eckler. All right, so I've got two. One of them I'm a little iffy about. Let's do it. His head looks like a milk dud. <laughs> Somehow the rest of his body looks like chocolate jerky. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is just Eric Ebron's dick. <laughs> his smooth little head and absurdly veiny and bumpy body. He has a... I remember I've listened back to this. He has a tiny head. Dude, it's weird. So he's so incredibly jacked. Yes, he is. And I'll get to that in a little but bit. But he's tiny. Yeah. It's incre- I remember you said it's upsetting. Yes. It, it, for how jacked he is and then it paint like then you like his head attached, it looks like a weird Photoshop. And when I was going through looking at stuff, someone had pictures of like his like post workout photos next to Eric Ebron's. And I was like, he just looks like his dick. So that's where that came from. <laughs> uh, one of those workouts, Austin Eckler, this is kind of douchey, but I got him pretty good. Um, what are you doing? There's one arm pull up. Yes. Uh, Austin Eckler was featured in a workout video where he did one-armed pull-ups while reading a book. Unfortunately for Chargers fans, that book was called The Idiot's Guide to Dropping a Pass So Patrick Sertan Could Get a Pick Six. <laughs> Yes, I got you so good. Sorry, my la- I, my laugh was light because I was so far away from the mic getting ice. But that's a funny joke. But that was a very good burn. 
Yes. Uh, and like we said, Austin Eckler credits his one arm pull up ability to not having to lift a normal size head. <laughs> and mm. speaking of those running backs, backup Joshua Kelly. Didn't have him. I'd have him. Uh, I'm pretty sure Joshua Kelly's teeth are bigger than Austin Eckler's entire head. <laughs> Looks like he was in a car in a car accident while he's holding a pack of chiclets. <laughs> like the airbag just was his new dentist. <laughs> uh, do you have Justin Jackson? Yes, I do too. Go for him. Nice try, dude. If you're gonna change your name, try something better. Because there is a 0% chance this is not Tommy Davidson Jr. <laughs> hey, Quincy Walter. <laughs> Justin Jackson looks like Travis Scott if the only Jenner he's ever dated was Bruce. <laughs> okay. He, uh, Travis Scott was a rapper who dated I, Kylie I, Jenner. I, I understand. <laughs> Ready to move on to those fucking receivers? Yeah. Wide receiver. Let's start with Keenan Allen. Oh, you pouty little fella. Oh. He said he almost quit the NFL his rookie year because in his in his mind, he's such a competitor, he couldn't stand to be on the sidelines. Fuck you. It was crazy, he said, but I've really come a long way. Sure, now you're on a team that quits the second they're behind in a game. You look like a tiny, bald, brown me, and that is not a compliment. <laughs> Uh, Keenan Allen got into a feud with Le'Veon Bell after Allen... You saw this? Yes. Uh, he got into a feud with Le'Veon Bell after Allen criticized Bell's rapping, which, if you're wondering, is the musical equivalent of heckling at the Special Olympics. <laughs> it's like, that is punching down. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell's a terrible rapper. You don't need to bring <laughs> it up. He should know this by now. Uh, he got, also got into it with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Evans? Um... Mike Evans? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw like an article on TMZ that said he, he thinks he's a better receiver than Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin, which I think he's about the same as Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Genuinely think about the same. Good. Sometimes very good. Sometimes great. I think Tyreek Hill is probably the more explosive receiver. Well, I mean, you, you could nitpick either way. It's just like, why are you having a Twitter fight over this? <sighs> you fucking troll. Like, like it really came like to me, it came across like when they put up like a ranking board on like a multiplayer shoot, like first person shooter. And people were like, but I had 16 kills on this map. And this, like it seemed that petty and ridiculous to me, like reading it. He seems very petty. Yeah. He, he and he pouts. There's like five pictures of him. Like after he like dropped a pass or. Like, uh, you know, another team clearly took it to where they're going to win, and he's just sitting on the sidelines, literally arms crossed with his beard tucked to his chin. Right. It, it's like when a comedian makes fun of a fun of a crowd member, and that's just how they sit. It's like, <clears throat> well, I mean, like, if you were to pantomime a grown man pouting, pouting, that that's the picture you go to. I feel like it's got to be the go-to now. He's literally sitting there with his chin tucked down to where his beard's spreading out against his chest and like his lip like it looks like he just drank lemon juice like his mouth is all scrunched it I, there's like five or six pictures i saw of that and people commenting on how ridiculous he looked uh speaking of, i get when it kind of looks ridiculous maybe i don't know maybe it's just the hair 
Mike Williams. <clears throat> oh, got to turn the page. Uh, he looks like 23 and a half Savage. <laughs> He's so excited that next year he'll be able to rent a car. <laughs> How do you share the same name as Michael K. Williams, who played Omar from The Wire? Uh-huh. And be so unapologetically lame. Yes. I mean, he's had solid games, but he's just like, for a seventh overall pick, he hasn't been the, the complete consistent difference maker he was supposed to be. And he just, again, digging through trying to find anything about him, it's nothing. There's nothing. There's no personality. Like, I read through, like, a fucking three months of his Twitter. It's nothing. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Utterly uninteresting. Um, here's what I will say. Uh, Mike Williams caught a game-winning touchdown against the Steelers two weeks ago, which means he's the fuck you like the Bengals good guy of the week. I like him. Also, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace, Michael K. Williams as well. Uh, next guy up, Jalen Guyton. Do you have him? Yeah, he looks like K-Fed's manager. <laughs> I said, he looks like Kel Allen. <laughs> I like it. That was a, that was Kel one, reference I barely get. but That was one I really liked. <clears throat> I, that, that was one of my favorite ones, too. I don't know why, but I looked at him in my first thought. Was like Fed's manager. Yeah. A lot of early 2000s references here on Fuck You Like the Bengals. We're old. We're old and unhip. Tom Holland. That's a new reference. Are we cool yet? Zendaya. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, oh boy, oh boy, Andre Roberts. I didn't. I, I didn't have. I had Andre Roberts. Looks like Mike Williams's possession of crack cocaine mugshot. <laughs> that is disturbingly accurate. <laughs> he is the giantest nose of anyone I've ever seen. He is not invited to the cocaine party. Do you have anyone else as a wide receiver? Uh. Josh Palmer. Oh, I I didn't have him, but what do you got? Um, again, there's so little on these guys, but he gave maybe the most nothing answer to a question that I've ever heard in my fucking life. Let's go. When he was asked about a bunch of the riots that, and protests that were happening around L.A., he said, I'm black, but I'm also Canadian, so I, I really just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> and I don't know how that leads to you just not knowing. But that is for sure the most nothing answer to a question I've ever heard in my life, and it was infuriating to read. I completely agree. <laughs> Next up, uh, finally, uh, do you have any backups besides Jared Cook? No, I just had, the only tight end I have is Jared Cook. Let's fucking do him. Tight end. Jared Cook. He looks like Dion Cole survived an explosion. <laughs> or Orlando Jones didn't. If you know who those people are, it's very good. Uh, Jared Cook had a chicken head come with his Buffalo Wild Wings order. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the head was deep fried, battered, and still in better condition than the heads of most NFL players. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only reason I didn't mention that was, I don't know if you read any of the comments on that story. Uh-oh. A lot, a, a lot of aggressive racism. <laughs> <laughs> Like, a lot. Oh, I get it now. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> was it Was it what I think it was? The first comment was, 
they eat every other part of the chicken. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really. <laughs> no, I mean it's awful. Yeah, it's hilarious because these that that's the idiots that you get commenting on stuff. On but, fucking TMZ, no less. But I just I was like I just I gotta I can't I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna comment on because they Dude, didn't get an... the comments didn't get better is what I'm saying. Oh my god, that's <clears throat> so fucked. Up. Like that was the closest closest one to being funny out of what they said. It just really devolved into like. Typical hack, early 2000s, typical jokes. No, it got to like just aggressively racist NFL fans. Oh, my God. But, man, uh, I also, when I searched, because we searched TMZ for um, suggestions, uh, I saw this headline pop up on TMZ when I searched for Jared Cook. Subway guy swears he's not Verizon guy. <laughs> the next day, the, this headline popped up. Verizon guy swears even harder he's not Subway guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> both both hateable for different reasons, and it's definitely, definitely different levels. Yes. But Lloyd? Alex? I think we got him pretty good. I think so. <laughs> Predictions and bullshit. Home game. It is a 1 p.m. game. The Chargers are coming off a loss. Bengals are coming off of a win. I think. Prediction. Bengals pull it off. They continue the winning streak. They stay hot. It's the first meeting of Burrow versus Herbert. So I say Bengals... 662 Chargers 12 All right Um I'm going to say yeah um uh, I'm going to say Burrow comes out guns blazing Herbert comes out guns blazing Oh yeah and then at halftime Bengals are ahead by a score and in true fashion the Chargers just do not show up at all for the second half of a game where they're behind and yep. drop the ball totally and then it becomes a runaway in the second half. Uh Bengals 53. Okay. Chargers 21. I like it. Uh real prediction Bengals 27 Chargers, 23. I'm going to say Bengals, 35. Chargers, 24. Uh, My bold prediction, the Omicron variant wipes out all of Paul Brown Stadium. Hold on. The what? The new variant. Omicron. Omicron variant. Fuck me! The Omicron variant uh, wipes out all of Paul Brown Stadium in 30 minutes. I like it. And the Bengals and Chargers are forced to play the second half on Madden. All right. Yeah. I'm down. Uh, my bold prediction is that in the battle of first round picks. The battle of 2021 number one versus 2020, 2020 number one versus 2020 number six. That took some effort. Yeah. Got there. We got it. Um, Joe Burrow doesn't go back to the Bengals locker room during halftime. <laughs> he goes to the Chargers to teabag Justin Herbert. I like it. In real time to show I'm the motherfucker. I am he's the motherfucker. Yeah. He's the motherfucking man. <laughs> so what? How about some plugs? 
Um, check out the Bastard Sermon. As always. Um, check out Chameleon. They're doing uh, a, just a fucking ton of great shows right now. Killer shows, dude. Um, the feedback from some friends of mine that just went to Go Bananas and, and the, they said the energy, the way it looked, everything there was fucking fantastic. So, I mean, the same shit I say every time, guys, if you listen to it. <clears throat> love local comedy, love supporting everything that they do, so... You know, check those places out. Go to Gobnainers. I'm so fucking white. Yeah, it's fine. Go to Go Bananas. <laughs> I can't tell whether whether the things I say sometimes are just like you actually think they're funny, or you just like you laugh because you're just like, God damn it. No, it's 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 a bit of column A, bit of column B, a little bit of column A, column B. Uh, plugs. Uh, check out all the local podcasts. Do that. Support our friends. Support the sports drink group. I'll be in Chicago. Uh, December fifteenth through the eighteenth, making a small little run up there. Uh, DM me if you want my schedule, which probably I'll get no DMs. Uh, December twenty third, I'll be at Motormouth, and latter part of the month, I'll be in Michigan. Doing a little run up there. But all that being said, Lloyd. Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Chargers. Chargers. We, we like, like the Bengals. Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals.